1: Welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm feeling pretty cozy. I'm wearing a sweater. Yeah. It's sweater yeah. weather. It's very fally today. Yes, last night before I went to bed, I, I was sniffing the air as I usually do before bed. And uh it reminded me of uh college. It it had that that fall, that crisp fall feeling.
0: Yeah. That reminds you of college. Yeah like uh the hazing like to... for your frat when they you had to go and like sleep on the quad or something.
1: Naked. No, that <clears throat> No, just being naked reminds me of uh the hazing. Right. Anytime I'm naked in public, that reminds me of the the hazing I endured during uh Greek Week.
0: Greek Week. Uh did you ever pledge a fr- fraternity, Tom? Did you consider it? No, I never. It?
1: No, I never considered it. I went to like one. So my college had a lot. Actually, didn't have that many frats. I think compared to like uh, most big schools, mm-hmm. but it was still a giant. I went to University of Maryland. It's like thirty thousand people, or at least it was at the time. So it was still a lot, and there Has was it gotten like a bigger
0: main, or smaller. Are you
1: applying? <laughs> I, I it's gotten smaller. Uh, bigger, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Because it's like built up there, you know, a bunch yeah, of new yeah, yeah. buildings. Um but there was like a fraternity row, which was I think like fourteen frat houses in like a U and like a uh horseshoe shape. Right. And those were the like official I think the school owned those houses, but then rented them, leased them to the frats or whatever.
0: The relationship between schools <laughs> and frats never made sense to me.
1: Yeah. Um, but I but guess every
0: frat isn't like Animal House,
1: right? Like, no, some are just about, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, killing people, killing freshmen by <laughs> hazing them to death.
0: Yeah, but not every frat's like that, right? Some of them just like quietly yeah. drop, you know, drugs into people's drinks, and uh, they don't make <laughs> right. don't make a big scene out of it.
1: Yeah, some 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 frats. It's like if somebody accidentally dies in their house, they'll like call the police instead of like calling, you know, like the the one guy's dad who's a lawyer first.
0: Yeah. Uh, Frats. I kind of regret not uh, not trying to live the frat life.
1: You you went to you went to the school in the city though. Uh did, were there frats there?
0: No, uh, there were like a couple, but like it was uh-huh. very much for like um I think um, cool
1: guys so you couldn't they they wouldn't even be Well, I mean you. no.
0: Well, no, I think the the line was it was like the uncool kids. Um, uh-huh. But like it was very much more of like a networking thing. Like it was like, yeah. there were frats that were set up for like studious people trying to get ahead Um, yeah
1: yeah we had those too
0: and I don't think and to this day like I never would have even if I went to a school that was very frat heavy I never would have had the confidence to pledge I think I would have just like I didn't want to deal with rejection particularly from like a frat to be like and I didn't get in yeah exactly (laughs) I I felt like I would have been like lowering myself to apply or whatever to rush (laughs) Um and then when they inevitably were just like no you're not cool enough you you're 18 years old and you have braces cuz they had to put p- p- <laughs> braces on me. Um but like uh then I'd be like oh great. I thought I was too cool for it and it turns out I'm not cool enough, you know. I didn't want to yeah. go through that.
1: Right. You you just skip to the to the last part where you weren't cool enough. Yeah. It was fine. Um look. There were there hey. was one f- yeah. If being uncool
0: isn't cool, <laughs> then guess what? I'm not cool.
1: Yeah, that's what I was saying all along, Tim. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said in the first place. Uh there was one frat that I went to like a couple of parties where it uh, like I had friends who had friends in this frat. And this was like a pretty cool frat because their house wasn't on like the main drag. It was just this like terrible house and there was hay all over the floor. Well, this... Because like a, <laughs> a year before, they had had like a farm party, and they just couldn't get rid of all the hay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so that I was like, oh, I kind like of like that. I,
0: well, hay yeah, on the I, floor, I, you like that?
1: Yeah, I'd like to live in a house with hay all over the floor. And what was going on at this
0: farm party?
1: <laughs> yeah. Who Sheesh. knows? Yeah. Who knows what what that hay was covering up? Yeah. Anyway. But, yeah. Anyway, Tim, I have a, a revelation for you about last week's episode.
0: Okay, last week's episode is about the the monsters. The monsters. Uh, the monsters. I yeah. get confused because it's a family of monsters.
1: Last week, Tim, I almost lost all the files to that. That that episode was almost lost to the, to the universe. The uh, card I was using, uh, I don't know, got corrupted or something.
0: Sheesh! Did you? What, what did me, you do?
1: Uh, panicked a lot, and it took me maybe like two hours and like a few different programs, <laughs> and I was able to get the files off. Thank yeah, God. My contract
0: is pay or play, buddy, and I'm not coming I, back. I, I to know. to to re-record that
1: episode. I know, and I was thinking, well, maybe I can just remember everything I said, and I can just say it. Oh, I wonder if actually because I had your side of it, mm-hmm. I wonder if like. Worst case scenario, I could have listened to your side and come up with, (laughs) like, passable things that, like, I think I would have remembered enough to be like, oh, Tim's shooting this idea down. I must have said something about this. I mean,
0: every time
1: I listen- See if anyone noticed.
0: Yeah, like, once in a while, I'll stumble upon, like, oh, here's an episode from 2014. Like, let me see what it Mm -hmm. uh, it it sounds sounds like." like. Yeah. And I mean, that is almost a decade ago. And still, when you're talking, I'm just like, here's how I would respond to that. (laughs) And sure (laughs) enough, that's like, so like, I think it probably wouldn't have even been difficult for you as long as you got started. Because like, oh, this is just us going back, right? Like, so I think you wouldn't have even had to like, try to reverse engineer it if you just kind of got to a relaxed (laughs) state and just like, pretended it was live, you would have just naturally said, "He's like... (laughs) Both of us only have like one gear, right? It's not like, oh, I was in an introspective mood that day or like I was particular. Yeah. It's like, nope, you, any day of the week, anytime you have a conversation with me, it's going to be the same thing, right? And same yeah. with you.
1: And and, and we're going to say the same things. <laughs> we, we've got a few go-to jokes. You heard one earlier when Tim kept referring to the monsters as the monsters.
0: yeah. So. We know what we know. And yeah, we I've known the only the same things for at least a
1: decade. <laughs> yeah, no, neither of us have learned anything new in that no, time. No, neither of us has experienced anything where we could formulate a new anecdote. Nah, not really. Yeah. You, you yeah. got you got uh, uh somebody uh groping you at the airport not somebody a tsa agent in front of uh training another t you'll you'll dine out on that for the next <laughs> few years
0: i mean i've already that happened uh, three weeks ago i've already used it on the show twice
1: <laughs> and now it's the third time so yeah. and tune in next week we'll be talking about it again um
0: it's but comforting. yeah yeah. Maybe
1: we maybe we should start uh, just recording these episodes asynchronously, and then the the other person they can just listen to it at like double speed, and uh, probably probably you know listen to like I can listen to your end at double speed and still record mine at single speed. Maybe I'll record mine at double speed too. I don't,
0: and, uh... <laughs> this plan seems a lot more complicated than just <laughs> yeah. talking for an hour.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, uh, you know what, in hindsight, yeah, I guess maybe we should just keep doing it the way we've been doing it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tom, mm-hmm. this isn't a very spooky... Oh, well, first of all, uh, let me uh, let me close that out by saying thank you for not losing the files. Um, yes. Very thank heroic. You. You're welcome. Um, you worked a lot. It's a good thing I you had COVID. Program... You were supposed to be away. A bunch of us went on a, a big uh, vacation last week, and you couldn't go. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, uh, you had to still, stay home and find prob- the files.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder if, if I had gone on there, I probably still would have like brought everything. I would have been able to. I use a program called Disk Drill. Let me give a shout out to Disk Drill. Drill. Disk Drill. He says <laughs> for for it's saving our hide. Did you pirate that program? Did no, pay no, for I it? I I own it. Like, uh, well, I don't own it, but um. It's I, I have like a uh subscription to like an app service.
0: Oh. Well that's,
1: that's one of the apps.
0: <laughs> you were just like, I, look, I don't want to brag. I don't wanna look I have a subscription <laughs> to an app service.
1: Well, it's just like it's confusing to explain because then it's like, Well, what does that mean? But basically it means You that- said
0: that like when you ever find out that like uh you know someone you no like not very mm-hmm. well like uh, like a coworker or something uh uh-huh. comes from like is like uh like they have to admit that like they come from like a a billionaire family <laughs> or something it's <laughs> like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh yeah, I'm actually uh, I'm yeah, a well, my family has a
1: chateau there,
0: <laughs> yeah, and they're like kind of reluctantly like and and kind of apologetic because they yeah. see the way that you live and the holes in your shoes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> and and they and they're and like oh they, you
0: need this job huh
1: yeah and then they then you know you start hitting them up for money yeah oh, hey uh, well since you got all that you know uh, i have this investment opportunity that i've been looking for partners on lately and yeah. they, they shoot uh, patches for shoes. <laughs> patches for you know how your shoes get holes in them, but you don't have enough money to buy new shoes. <laughs> well, <get laughs> but this. really,
0: I'm just hitting them up to, to buy me some patches <laughs> so I can pa- patch up my shoes. It's not actually a uh, business I'm, venture. Well, I'm
1: hoping that they just volunteer. I'll buy you a new pair of shoes. You don't have to create that yeah. whole business. Um, but anyway, yeah, this uh, if like the it, this subscription works out great. For this kind of stuff, because like every, you know, I don't use it all that often, but every once in a while it's like, oh, I need a program that can do this. And it's like something I don't do very often, but I'm also not going to want to spend like $50 to. Yeah, and your $5,000 a month subscription uh, gives you a whole <laughs> host f- of. $5 a month, Tim. Okay. Uh, Man, not bad. Let me let me see how much this program would have cost. Other and you think you hear uh, the the words disk drill, and you think, oh, that sounds like the opposite. That sounds like something you would uh, buy to to destroy.
0: Yeah, I, I think I read that Hillary Clinton used that to destroy all the uh, <laughs> the
1: evidence of her emails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe she accidentally downloaded this beforehand. Yeah. You know what, Tim? Now I'm just looking at the website. It just says free download. <laughs> I'm getting screwed here. <laughs> I can just use this for free? Yeah. It says you can, you can download free disk drill today. Wow. What the hell? No pricing information? Very little information. Well, riveting stuff, Tom. Yeah. Well, whether it's free. Oh, I think that might have been a, a fake site. That might that might have been some kind of fake site because on a different site, holy moly, Tim! It would have cost me ninety dollars. Wow. Otherwise, or five hundred dollars for enterprise if I decided we were an enterprise. Oh, and yeah. they sell NF they sell NFTs too. So okay. actually, That's never mind.
0: Fantastic.
1: <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they they saved saved both our hides. So we blew it. Um, what
0: we should have we, we could have cobbled together some sort of NFT offering um, while that window was briefly open.
1: Yeah, the problem is it's like, uh, would we have timed it right to get out at the right time?
0: We just sell the NFT.
1: (laughs) No, but if you sell it when it's not worth anything anymore.
0: No, we would create the NFT. We wouldn't buy an NFT. We'd be like, hey, you can own an NFT of like, There'd be some jackass that would have spent like 70 bucks on like, hey, you can own the episode about bagels or whatever. (laughs) Like we'll we'll send you a digital certificate and be like, yep, you're the the complete guide to everything bagels episode from 2013. That's all yours. I looked
1: into doing it. When we made the NFT episode, I was going to make an NFT of that episode. Yeah. But it it would have cost like $50 to mint it. And I was like, well, I'm not going to spend $50. And I, I wouldn't feel good about somebody else spending $50 that we don't get. So yeah. uh, forget it.
0: Okay. Well, maybe we should still mint it when it comes back around.
1: Yeah. When it comes back around, when, uh, when it becomes popular again, and everybody goes, no, no, no. This time they, they figured out all the hiccups. This time it's the, the real deal. Right. That's when we'll be selling our NFTs. And you should buy them. They're, they're a great investment.
0: Listeners, take note. As soon as the scam thing happens again, uh, come
1: get scammed <laughs> we'll by us. We'll be there. And then, and then we'll take that, get this, Tim. then we'll take that money, invest it in NFTs. Now Tom. You can't lose, because they, they just keep going up.
0: They do. It'll
1: be when it's popular again.
0: Yeah. Once it's popular again, right now, or buy it now. But then, buy low, but sell then, high. Then,
1: well, when it looks like they're going to become unpopular, that's when we'll sell them. Right, Tom. This isn't
0: a very spooky episode. Well, it so is. Far. It is
1: uh, people who have lost their life savings <laughs> buying NFTs. Um, that's true. <laughs> Do you think many of them listen to our show? That stinks. If
0: they do listen to our show, that means we could have gotten part of their life savings. <laughs> we could have gotten their money.
1: Yeah, and they probably would have felt better about it because they would have been like, well, I got swindled, but at least it was by uh, one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of an honor in that way.
0: Yeah, I would have drawn a picture of an ape to go with it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That would have been our NFTs. It would have just been drawings you did of apes. <laughs>
0: Crude drawings of an ape by Tim.
1: Yeah. All right. Should, should have gotten in on it. Tom, it's
0: Halloween month. What are you mm-hmm. doing to celebrate? Is it, is it uh, spooky over there? You watching s- scary movies?
1: Uh, I Actually, yeah. We have been watching some scary movies. Too we scary? We watched uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Okay. It was it's good. A zombie it flick? was. It was good, good, good. Wow! No, hey, not, Rex Reed over here. Not a <laughs> zombie. It's uh, you would like it. It's kind of like a home invasion. Uh, Ooh. Thing.
0: Yeah, I like, don't think uh, I like home invasion movies
1: anymore. I'm, I'm afraid that my <laughs> home since is getting invaded. Got invaded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but like a. Um, yeah, not like a supernatural type thing.
0: Right. Oh, good. Um,
1: just so, like, there's there's a killer uh, type thing.
0: You ever just watch uh, the first scene of the original Scream?
1: No. Just do oh, that. It's not. a
0: really good scene. <laughs> Drew I Barrymore. remember it. If you don't want to watch yeah, a whole do movie, you like scary movies, yeah, it's like I don't know, ten or fifteen minutes. Yeah. Um, it's Drew Barrymore. Hey, America's and sweetheart. you're like,
1: oh, she's she must be the star of this movie.
0: Yeah, she's on the poster and everything. Mhm. Um and there's popcorn in it, Tom. It's in a the nice movie? well in the, in 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 the first scene she's making jiffy pop.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's how they get you. Yeah. That that's but, probably why that movie became so big. They went to all the movie theaters and they said, "Get this. First scene, character makes popcorn. Guess what all the audience is going to want right after they see that." Yeah. Guess and guess what you guys sell?
0: Popcorn, that's, and that's why after that first scene that features the popcorn, there's just a uh, five minutes of blank <laughs> space where they're just yeah, like, well, just presumably a popcorn it's, intermission. It's, yeah, exactly. All right, Tom, um, uh, mm-hmm. should we
1: get into the topic? At yeah, hand? let's do it. The yeah. man of the hour. Hey, the man of if that hour is a uh, 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 minute to midnight. Yeah. Uh, the man who's or maybe just midnight. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> an hour it could be uh, you know midnight to one a.m. Yeah, I guess it would be still most of midnight. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's just call him the man of the hour, and that hour is midnight. Great. Um, and then you're thinking Chris Hardwick,
0: <laughs> host of at TV's midnight? at midnight. Uh, he's a bit of a grim reaper himself, huh? Uh no I comment. It, <laughs> um the the man with the bones under the
1: robe. Uh, <laughs> are you you're still talking about Chris Hardwick? <laughs> no, no, no.
0: I mean I guess we all at the end of the day, we're all
1: bones <laughs> under a robe, are we not? <laughs> we're all men with bones <laughs> under our robe. I'm talking about the grim reaper, Tom. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought up the man with bones under his robe because sometimes he doesn't have anything under his robe, and that's even scarier.
0: Yeah, he's like uh one of those like cartoon guys. Yeah, where it's, like, what, which it's just darkness is, in there.
1: Yeah, which do you think is scarier, a Grim Reaper that's just darkness under the robe, or a Grim Reaper that's a skeleton under the robe? I think,
0: like, I think it's scarier when you don't know what's under the robe, right? Okay. So I think it's like grim I can't reaper. see
1: anything, but if I took that off, there might be bones. There might not be anything at all. Yeah, it's the not knowing. It's the uncertainty yeah. to me. You like that is you like a you like a grim reaper that leaves a little something to the imagination.
0: Exactly. Sometimes it's what you don't see that's really sexy.
1: <laughs> that's the most titillating of all. No, no, no. Keep the robe on. I like not knowing. Uh, Tim, the grim reaper. He's a guy. Now, is he a real guy? That I couldn't find out in my research.
0: I mean, I, mean, I was trying to find out the same thing. Like, I got find yeah. an interview with him. Um, uh, now, I always got him confused, and I think this might have been because of uh, Bill and stupidity. Ted's bogus journey. Mm-hmm. I always, for a while, thought he was uh, uh, the devil.
1: Oh, but he's not the devil in Bill and Ted's. Yeah, but he's kind of like uh, he's in hell with them, right? Well, he knows the devil, of course, but he knows God too because he's the Grim Reaper. Remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. Remember he he meets God and he tells God that they Melvin'd him. because also, God's when I saw mad. Bill and
0: Ted's Bogus Journey, I was eight years old. I did. I, I was just kind of <laughs> like, uh, this must be the devil.
1: You you haven't seen it since then.
0: I've seen it many times since then and yeah, now okay. I understand that he's not the devil. Oh, okay, um, yeah. He's death personified.
1: Yeah. Yeah, cuz sometimes he's interchangeable with just the idea of the character of death. Right. So which which has been around for a long time too.
0: Yeah. So he's grim.
1: Yeah. Because Oh, I thought it was the Grin Reaper. No, oh, because time. he
0: smiles and he takes joy. Yeah, in, but uh, you can't
1: you can't tell because he's a skeleton. Yeah, no, or it's he's just darkness underneath there. Grim Reaper. That makes a lot more that he's sense. he's
0: reaping are uh, rather
1: grim. They say souls, souls. He's reaping.
0: Yeah, so everybody except me. It hasn't been proven yet that I'll ever die. <laughs> Um, at some point we'll get visited know, by the Grim I Reaper. You're,
1: I know you're joking, but there's a part of you that thinks maybe.
0: There's a part of everybody that thinks maybe, right? Otherwise, like, uh, what are we doing? We'd just be shuffling around depressed all the time. You're yeah, not like, um, I might be the one guy that could beat this.
1: Yeah, somebody's somebody out there has got to be the guy that won't die. Yeah.
0: If I was that guy... Let me tell you, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be advertising it because then people <laughs> exactly. are going to be like, uh we'll see." And then like, if yeah, I'll, I'll to show kill that you, guy.
1: Yeah. He, he's, uh, you know, uh, too, a little too big for his britches, thinking he can't die, yeah,
0: being all alive for eternity. But then like, still, if it's like, I'll show him, and then like they stab me in the heart a bunch, like I might not die, mm-hmm. but that would hurt. Yeah, or maybe I'm just like. Yeah, he's not going to die, but he's just going to be unconscious for the rest of time or whatever. And then I don't well, get that, to go to that, heaven either.
1: Yeah, that uh, you're not going to heaven, but uh, that that happens to uh, like uh, Wolverine a lot because he can heal, but that doesn't mean it doesn't hurt when he yeah. gets hurt. Exactly. So uh, I don't know what the Grim Reaper would do with a guy like that. With a guy like Wolverine, they should make a movie like that: Wolverine versus the Grim Reaper.
0: I feel like they used to make movies a long time ago where, like, hey, let's have the Grim Reaper show up and see how he deals in this situation, right?
1: (laughs) Name one of those movies. I don't know. I wasn't alive in the 1940s, Tom. Um well, you're thinking of uh, the seventh seal, where he's uh, like playing chess with a guy. Yeah,
0: I mean, I'm thinking that- of Bill and Ted's bogus journey <laughs> when he's playing <laughs> connect four with them. Um,
1: so the Grim Reaper, he's been around. Uh, they think around the 14th century when the plague was, uh, you know, all the rage. Right. That uh, that that's when he he came into being because. Obviously, there was a lot of death, and apparently people were drawing skeletons all over the place, which you would think, hey, if everybody's dying, why don't you draw something to take your mind off of it? Why draw skeletons all over? Right. But eventually, somebody drew a skeleton. They were like, what if I give the skeleton a, like, a cool black robe, and then also a, a scythe? 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 Scythe. Scythe. Um, yeah. Can I tell you, my... uh? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be
0: one in a couple of weeks. My son, yes, a little baby. He loves skeletons. He's all <laughs> oh, about skeletons. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. Tim, you're gonna you're gonna wind up with a real uh, Chris Angel for a son.
0: Oh, <laughs> Tom, don't get me started on Chris Angel. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about him on books. Yeah, the podcast. You're, gonna, this you're week. gonna
1: wind up with a with a regular mind freak for a son.
0: <laughs> there is also this big inflatable. Um, you know how sometimes in uh around these neighborhoods, Tom, outside uh-huh. of like a brownstone, somebody'll just have like a giant like ten foot inflatable out for. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a big inflatable Grim Reaper that's all uh oh, yikes. It's skeleton. It's kind of scary, and it's right like a couple doors down from my son's daycare, so we walk by it every uh-huh. day. And he's delighted by it, but it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's 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 it scares me. And he's like, oh, "I want to stop," and I'm like, oh, "I think we should keep going though." But there's always like a crowd of kids on the way to daycare that have implored their parents to stop, and like, yeah. everybody just sits and looks at the big inflatable twelve foot Grim Reaper for five minutes
1: uh, on the wow. way to school. This is a real sign of the times. Yeah,
0: you know who. Uh, runs the daycare tom chris angel
1: uh, chris angel yeah i didn't even know he, he knew anything about uh daycare or anything I, but it's still just a coincidence that right next door they have that uh, uh, blow up <laughs> skeleton apparently yeah uh well i think it's probably your son doesn't know that skeletons are inside bodies yet
0: yeah that's true
1: i mean i assume
0: maybe does that make does, it boring it's like oh. i don't know
1: how he would have figured it out yeah, yeah it'd probably make it boring and then you know eventually it would it would turn into like oh that makes me think about how death will one day come for us all yeah and now not it's my from dad, boring though. to scary yeah. not my dad though as i understand it he he tells me every night he's never going to die
0: <laughs> he might not die
1: <laughs> he's he's keeping it open. Yeah. Just just. just I don't in want case to look like day. an idiot
0: if I do die. he's like, well, yeah. this whole thing was a lie.
1: But but if one day your son's like 95 years old and uh you know you're hanging out with him, he's not gonna he's gonna be like, hey, wait a minute. Shouldn't you be dead by now? Yeah. No, to prepare him for that. Right. Well, son, uh, there's something that I never told you. I might not die. <laughs> <laughs> not sure and like i'll never know for sure right and i i waited until i was like 135 years old to break that news because uh yeah i didn't want to get your hopes up but yeah. uh but at this point it does seem like maybe your old man might not die
0: yeah and then he would be like uh that's uh you think i might not die I'd be like, i don't know you gotta i'm not an expert on death <laughs> Now, i guess him. i guess
1: you're just gonna have to wait and find out but uh yeah. but we can I'll hang tell you out what. yeah i'll tell you what you probably got a leg up on things by being my son <laughs> you might you might have the that uh uh eternal life gene yeah the gene of immortality or maybe not maybe you didn't get it maybe yeah. it's recessive
0: I mean who knows It it might not happen For I might not be 135 years old Having this conversation with my 95 year old son Who knows
1: (laughs) Yeah anything's possible
0: Now a word from our sponsor BetterHelp Tom you ever get stuck focusing on problems Instead of solutions
1: All the time
0: you know, like, uh, sometimes I get so overwhelmed, mm-hmm. and I just start going down a rabbit hole, you know, if I'm uh, overextending myself in a number of ways, and I'm always just going down all these worst-case scenarios, oh, everybody's going to be mad at me, I'm going to let everybody
1: down. Yeah, you, and, you start uh, I'm thinking not... of all your problems and adding them all up together.
0: Exactly, and if you just had a different mindset, Mm -hmm. focus on solutions instead, things would be a lot more manageable, things would be a lot more easier. But it can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem-solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. Tom Mhm. We're therapy boys. We love therapy, right? We,
1: we do. We're pro therapy on this show.
0: Yeah, uh it helps you uh sort through some stuff, feel more like yourself. Yeah, you get um, to
1: unload on somebody that uh you know, isn't uh biased or anything.
0: Yeah. Relieve stress. Um and uh can really help with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Look. If you're thinking of gar- giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online, like you, Tom. Yeah. You're extremely online, they say. I know,
1: yeah, just like BetterHelp.
0: Yeah. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's better H-E-L-P, dot com slash complete guide. All right, Tom. The Grim Reaper, Death yeah. personified. You were you were you were given facts and then I started uh giving color commentary. <laughs> well, I'm I was sorry. just
1: talking about how uh how he came about, you know, from the plague and and he kind of looks like a plague doctor, you know, those those scary looking guys with the big masks. I don't think I do. With with the big creepy big nose mask, you've seen that's what those are—the freaking
0: uh, eyes wide shut thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. The
0: sleep no more (laughs) masks.
1: Yeah, kind of, but they're like bigger and all leather, and it was uh, they would put uh, like flowers and stuff in the nose of that mask, and they thought uh, just like breathing that stuff in would uh, help. Uh, the doctors uh avoid getting the plague. Hmm. Did Which it work? like, you know, we we know now that's not true, but it was a good guess. Yeah. It was a decent enough guess. I mean it's I think better, the mask mask right? did something probably. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh but if you the, the,
0: going the, up to the plague doctors and being like, take that mask off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you ever hear about freedom? I know I was banging pots and pans for you six weeks six weeks ago, but now take that goddamn mask off. Um, I still bang,
0: Tom. I still bang pots and pans every day, six (laughs) p.m. Wow. Well,
1: uh, Tim, to me, you're the true hero. Then, yeah,
0: my uh, my neighbors hate me.
1: (laughs) Um, The Grim Reaper, Tim. He's not only so. The idea is that the Grim Reaper would go around and either like point at you or touch you right it, it well, seems there's... like mostly the the funner idea is that just by like touching you with his bony finger yeah that that causes you to die right but he's not just that he's not just that guy he is also i'd never heard this term before a psychopomp psycho pomp p o m p ooh but but it's one word psychopomp
0: Okay. And what does that mean? A,
1: a psychopomp is a guide to the next life. So he's helpful. So yeah. And if you think about it in a lot of the popular depictions you've seen of him, it's like he touches somebody and you know they die and he, but like, then he's beckons like
0: beckons to them or something.
1: Yeah, right? and then he's like, All right, soul, you know, come with me. Come on, I'm gonna introduce this you to the This is when he's guys. reaping
0: the yeah. soul. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna introduce you to the God and Devil, and uh, you you could figure out which one you'd you'd rather go with." I can't. Yeah. I I have to be impartial. Uh, he is know, impartial. He's
0: not. He's not a like. Is he employed mm-hmm. by like? Is this a situation where mm-hmm. like, um, God and the Devil are like, "All right, we need this guy. <clears throat> we'll split his salary." Yeah. Um, like Neither of us can afford to buy ourselves. Yeah. This is a joint venture. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. t- we're usually rivals, but right, right. now, like, we had to come together for this. It's in our best interest to cooperate.
1: Yeah. And- hey, he's the only guy that can do the job. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, according to mythology.net, and it sounds like they would know. Hmm. Uh, some people might think that the reaper like an assassin is despicable because he ends lives without so much as a flinch, but there's an important difference. Assassins kill people without caring about their fate. The reaper kills people because it is their fate to die. In many ways, his work is beneficial. He ends suffering for people who are old or sick and he prevents overpopulation preventing
0: overpopulation is a funny thing for uh, like mythology people to, to be into.
1: <laughs> Look, if it weren't for the Grim Reaper, every person who's ever lived would still be on this planet. That'd be too many people. I mean, that's true. Yeah. If
0: that started happening, right, if the Grim mm-hmm. Reaper, uh, uh, death takes a holiday, it becomes real life, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And the Grim Reaper, people stop dying. Do you think at some point people would be like, we should probably stop having babies <laughs> uh,
1: well it depends now would people still be able to get like very very hurt
0: I see that's what I think I think maybe
1: <laughs> like if somebody got like you know run over by a steamroller would they still be alive though yeah, I don't Even think the like, cartoon rules
0: certainly it would like suddenly come into like it well, wouldn't be like
1: and that's I'm not saying that they would pop up like they were two dimensional and start walking down the street like a shower curtain all of a sudden.
0: <laughs> well, how much better <laughs> would the would the world be <laughs> if it were if a If that cartoon? happened, would you uh would you got run over by a steamroller?
1: No, but I'm saying like they get run over by a steamroller and it's like, "Eh, ah, we so we got like Take this guy to the hospital now, and like put him on morphine, even though he's just kind of like a big clump of uh, like smashed bones and skin. Right. But uh, you know, the Grim Reaper took a holiday, so until he comes back from Acapulco, we gotta uh, you know pump this guy full of drugs because this is un unimaginably painful being smashed right. into a pancake.
0: Yeah, yeah. So this is why we need the Grim Reaper.
1: Yeah, and same thing. This people is why that are he's old, paid
0: handsomely.
1: Yeah, uh, but but my point there was just that uh, you know he he's just doing a job. He's he's indiscriminate, but not in a bad way. It's just like, look, it's your fate to die, and I'm the guy that's you know gotta deliver the bad news to you. Hey, don't don't shoot the messenger, right? Uh, because in this case, under the robes. I'm either bones or just darkness. darkness, What's the bullet even going to do? A few stories describe you can shoot. You can break bones. Has anybody ever tried breaking Mm. the Grim Reaper's bones? I think if you touches, I think it's probably he touches you with his bony finger to kill you. What about an aluminum bat? Does that transfer? (laughs) Uh maybe not if you had like a rubber handle or you're wearing like wearing dishwashing gloves. gloves.
0: Yeah. <laughs> dishwashing <laughs> gloves. I hadn't thought of that.
1: Yeah, because they're all rubber, Tim. They won't conduct. Rubber. <laughs> um but uh a few stories describe heroes who have managed to trick the Grim Reaper or convince him not to take their souls. <laughs> In some cases, the Reaper has even given people talismans that made them immortal.
0: I mean, come on. Are we meant to believe that that's <laughs> happened?
1: I mean, that's kind of what it sounds like. That's like if he comes for you. I mean, again, that's the famous, uh, <coughs> you know, that's the seventh Sorry, I'm coughing. COVID-19 still. Right. I, I don't, but I still have a cough. Anyway, um, the idea of Do you think you'll billions... have
0: that cough for the rest of your life?
1: <laughs> you might. Uh you know, that uh, uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey and the Seventh Seal, the idea of like challenging the Grim Reaper to a game, chess or Connect 4 or Twister or Battleship. And if you win, you uh, you get to keep your soul, you get to live, but then, you know, you might be able to do double or nothing with him. And then if you win that, you get a talisman, you know, he's got some little trinket he gives you. Right. And uh, and you're immortal from then on. That'd right. be pretty cool, unless you lose the talisman, of course. So I feel like that's fair. That adds a little risk to if the you equation. Lose that
0: talisman. What a jackass!
1: <laughs> if you had a,
0: a talisman that made you immortal mm. and you couldn't use it, would you try to get it sewn inside your body?
1: Yeah, probably. Right. Because otherwise I'd be too afraid to go on roller coasters from then on.
0: (laughs) That's true. You had to leave it in the locker. Yeah. (laughs) The thing is, what if somebody offers to sew it inside your body and they're like, we're going to need to put you out for a minute to do it.
1: Oh, no. Forget it. I'll do it myself then.
0: Yeah. I just don't know where to put it where it wouldn't. uh... (laughs) I mean, if I'm a mortal, who cares, right? Shove it wherever. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's probably still places you don't want it. 'Cause it would hurt. Yeah. It depends on how big the talisman is, you know?
0: Uh, that might be the you know, <laughs> uh the curse of the genie or whatever. what? what is the thing? Yeah. The, mon- uh, the
1: monkey's paw. Yeah. yeah. You, you get the talisman and it's like uh you know, the size of a telephone pole. You gotta right. carry that around with you the rest of your life.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't think that'd be worth it. Or every time I thought I felt death coming on, I'd just run back to the, to the- <laughs>
1: Well that well that's the other question Tim are we talking the kind of talisman where it it prevents you from dying of old age but like once you lose it then all of a sudden you rapidly age to being like 200 years uh, old and you're going to drop dead right away.
0: Yeah. It does depend on if it's one of those types of talisman or not.
1: <laughs> they, look, I'm just telling you, these are questions you need to ask the Grim Reaper. Is it one of these talismen where I'm going to die of old age if I lose it? And how big is the talisman? Is it big enough? Is it small enough that I can get it sewn inside of my body without having to be put under anesthesia first? Right.
0: Standard questions.
1: Is it? Is Do, it they, the add, kinda... do, they,
0: do they address that on mythology.net?
1: You know what they—they they didn't get into it. They—they they left it very vague here about these uh, immortality talismans. Uh, Tim, let me t- Can I tell you about another famous psychopomp? A new psychopomp that's roaming the streets.
0: Is it the, the Slender
1: Man? No, you will never guess who this is. Who this psychopomp is?
0: All right, then uh, let's not waste time. Let's get right to it.
1: It's Slender Man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's Paddington Bear Tim.
0: Oh, he took the queen to yeah. uh to heaven.
1: That, and that that's a psychopomp, you know. There was a lot of artwork and stuff depicting uh uh Paddington Bear being the one that led uh Queen Elizabeth II into heaven. Uh which implies that Paddington's dead or not dead, but like a supernatural creature, which I I guess he's a a talking bear that's pretty, wears clothes and everything.
0: Tom, did you think he was normal? No, he's twisted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe
1: Paddington Bear's more twisted than I thought.
0: Yeah, he's more twisted than the Joker himself.
1: Yeah. Look, look at if if Paddington Bear's looking, if he's reaching out to touch you with a finger... Uh, you might think, oh, that's nice. He looks nice and cuddly. I'll give him a nice big hug, but uh, look out. Uh, that could be the touch of death. Right. Have you ever seen these Paddington Bear movies? No. Have you? No. And uh, yeah, everybody says they're phenomenal, especially yeah. the second one.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, look, mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch the second one without watching the first one. even though Of course like...
1: not. You'll be completely lost. And then the other thing is like- you won't see how he became the new Grim Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> That's explained in the first movie.
0: Do you feel this about Paddington too? Like, like everybody I know who's seen it says it's fantastic, but it's kind of like, yeah, I'm sure I'll think it's fantastic, but like, I don't want to sit through it, <laughs> right? Because maybe well, like, uh, I get it. Like, hey, if we're talking talking teddy it. bears, give me
1: Ted too, right? Uh, give me Teddy Ruxpin. Ooh, yeah. The original Talking Bear. Sure, he, t- he had to put a vid- uh, an audio cassette in his back, but yeah, that was only uh, technology available at the time.
0: Yeah, I'm happy with it. I was jealous. I never had a Teddy Ruxpin. I'd have to go to a friend's house, and my <clears> friend was over Teddy Ruxpin at the time, so she was just uh, like, yeah, I don't want to play with Teddy Ruxpin you're so like, oh,
1: really. come on, how about for Tim? <laughs> Throw the tape on. Uh, I was into Teddy Ruxpin. I had a Teddy Ruxpin. I had Teddy Ruxpin, and then I had uh, like little Teddy Ruxpin uh, figures.
0: Yeah. I mean, if the mouth doesn't move and he doesn't talk, the figure, like, the character itself is kind of lame, right?
1: I, yeah, I mean, I remember watching the cartoon religiously. I couldn't tell you what happened in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know. It's probably no better or worse than any of the other cartoons that were made to sell toys that, yeah, uh, were, that worked were available at the time.
0: Um, yeah. How many hours of our lives have we spent just, like, watching things that we have no recollection of whatsoever? <laughs> I've watched so many episodes in, like, the last couple of years of Guy's Grocery Games, and I like Guy Fieri. <laughs> I couldn't name you one dish that a contestant uh-huh. has made on that show, and all it is is like you know people battling it out to make dishes to make food. Yeah.
1: Uh, shrimp scampi. anybody ever make that on there?
0: Probably, but like they probably yeah. had to use like flaming hot Cheetos to make it or something. You know. Oh, it's of like one shows. of those type yeah. things.
1: Yeah.
0: <coughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I just feel like we've lost a lot of hours to the the old idiot box, Tom.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, to, to finish up uh, what I was going to say about paying to bear, uh, which I mean, I probably could have just finished it up, but I didn't know this, that I guess uh, uh, mourners left in lieu of the co- uh, the ritual of leaving a coin to pay Charon, who's like a uh, like a, a Greek mythology god of death right uh mourners left marmalade sandwiches at the gates of buckingham palace
0: that bear loves marmalade sandwiches tom
1: yeah I i bet the i bet like the guards who have to clean all that stuff up was like oh man this is great the queen died i'm gonna have to clean up all those coins but guess what i'm gonna keep those coins and they show up to work, and it's just a bunch of marmalade. Sandwich. He's like, "Oh, this is more marmalade sandwiches than I could ever eat in a day." Yeah, you
0: take it home. You have a marmalade <laughs> feast. With you and all your buddies in your big uh, f- furry hats.
1: <laughs> Put your furry hats on. You eat a bunch of marmalade sandwiches you picked up off the street yeah. after they've been there all day. What's that? You um,
0: know that old lady that was mean to you all the time is uh, <laughs> not around anymore. <laughs>
1: that old lady who wouldn't let you talk to anyone. <laughs> um, when she famous... died, was the spell broken? Did they all start talking? <laughs> I don't know. You know. That's a good question. It might have been over for like a few minutes, but then like King Charles, you know, made a new spell. Yeah. So they couldn't talk again him another famous psychopomp actually no not psychopomp a famous depiction we, we talked about the seventh seal we talked about bill and ted's bogus journey but another famous depiction of death the grim reaper in the movie meet joe black
0: yeah starring brad pitt
1: starring brad pitt as a guy who gets hit by a bunch of cars right and then the the grim reaper takes over his body And is like, hey, this is pretty cool. I got Brad Pitt's body. I'm going to go find that girl he was just flirting with in a coffee shop and uh, get her to fall in love with me. Right. This is
0: a take on the aforementioned Death Takes a Holiday.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah. I never saw Death Takes a Holiday. I never saw Death Takes a Holiday or Meet Joe
0: Black, but um, (sighs) I have access to the internet and I'm reading this.
1: I, I don't think Meet Joe Black played with the idea of That people weren't dying while this was happening. Right. Which I feel like is usually kind of the trope in these stories where it's like, well, look, now people aren't dying and there are people suffering and and all this. And death's like, "Ah, I got to get back to work. Yeah. And you realize, (laughs) oh, death isn't that bad. He's just a guy doing a job. But he's, um,
0: he's just a working he's a blue collar guy. We should
1: support him. He's the salt of the earth. <laughs> uh, Meet Joe Black made a lot more money than I expected it to. And you know why? Because it had the Phantom Menace trailer attached to yeah. it. It was so. it was one of those movies. So a lot of people were going to see that. I mean, you were talking about people, you know, how how many things we've seen that we have no recollection of. What about the people that bought a ticket to meet Joe Black because they were so excited to see The Phantom Menace that then after they saw The Phantom Menace were like, I shouldn't have bought two movie tickets to see this movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think they probably remember the feeling of going and seeing like the first new Star Wars trailer. Yeah. More than the movie. In like in years... And then um, getting up
1: and it was, leaving it was before a banger the Black started. Yeah, did it go? <laughs> yeah, and it was like, "Whoa, this is what the movie's gonna be like." Yeah, I'm in. But I don't think I don't think
0: those guys stuck around. I think they like decamped to no, the, that's what it to said the diner that... for milkshakes yeah. and. Uh... You know, they're over them up. Yeah. Because there was no YouTube back then. You to if a yeah. movie trailer came out, sometimes they'd play it on TV. I bet people mm-hmm. got real mad at Siskel and Ebert because like I bet Siskel and Ebert like showed part of the trailer during their review, but like not the whole trailer. Yeah. You
1: know yeah. I mean? yeah. And they were like, nah, show the whole trailer. I want to hear what a, what you guys think about it. Um there was though, I want to say it was maybe right around that time when it started that uh, Apple.com had like QuickTime trailers. And that was a big thing. In 1999? Yeah, or like maybe maybe a few years later. Right. That it was like, oh, you can watch a movie trailer on the computer? You know, it was wh- way before YouTube and everything. Yeah. And it was like, you're telling me all I have to do is spend three hours downloading this tiny little postage stamp size video and I can enjoy this trailer anytime I want, dedicate half my hard drive to it.
0: Yeah, that's the beginning of the end. I don't think there should be trailers (laughs) online. I think you should have to buy a movie ticket to see a trailer or like wait for the TV commercial or something.
1: Yeah. You know, I I, I,
0: (laughs) I agree. Did you hear? Did you hear about this uh, conversation that uh, what's her name, Galen Maxwell, had with e- Elon
1: Musk? Where no. she
0: uh, she was just like, "Do you think <laughs> she you're?" Was, she,
1: she was telling him there shouldn't be movie trailers online anymore. <laughs> Honestly,
0: like she went a little bit uh, more. Uh, she she asked him if he thought he was powerful and rich enough to. Uh, destroy the internet and encouraged him to do it like be like hey wow. it would be better if there was no internet right
1: yeah um yeah that that way people can't keep track keep tabs of what me and my buddy are up to yeah
0: <laughs> look i'm aligned with her on uh the destroying the internet part That, but that's all that's all she and i that's the only common goal we have
1: Uh, Tim, I was also reading about, uh, (laughs) I'm
0: going to break the internet one day You show my butt on it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was reading about meet Joe black. I didn't know that apparently at at least at one point, it sounds like maybe around this point, like the late nineties. It was common that when they would make like a TV or a um, movie or a uh, plane version, airplane version of a movie. Right. That the directors would not want to have their name on that. So they would uh, be an Alan Smithy. Uh-huh. So if, if you saw Meet Joe Black on a plane, it was directed by Alan Smithy. But right. if you saw it in the movie theaters, it was directed by a, name, a man named Martin Brest.
0: Yeah, Martin Brest is like a uh, a famous. I know you're. We want to laugh at the name Brest, but like
1: he's a he's a, he's a famous. Uh, that's a re- change your name, man. That's look, <laughs> Tim. That's probably why this guy hasn't worked a lot lately. Martin Brest. Yeah. I mean, he's alive. I don't
0: know if he's well. He's
1: alive, but I didn't see a lot of stuff on IMDb just because people probably see him on the call sheet and they go, oh, boy. Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, that came out 35 years ago. Yeah, I mean, Martin Briss is older than us. Yeah. I'm just saying, he's not getting work. He's not getting work because his last name is Breast. Should change it. Midnight Run, Scent of a Woman, Geely. Uh, You know what else Alan Smithy directed? Uh, Burn, Hollywood Burn, an Alan Smithy movie? Yes, but uh, the TV version of uh, Heat. Oh, really? Yeah, Michael Michael Mann Mann did not want his name on it. Hmm. So imagine watching Heat on TV and being like, this Alan Smithy, he's a good director. I'm going (laughs) to find out some other things he made. Yeah, and then you watch him, Yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, you you wind up just seeing a bunch of bad movies, and you're like, oh, I guess Heat was just a fluke. It was it was weirdly not violent, though, considering uh, all the guns in the movie that 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 seemed odd to me. Tom, Mm -hmm.
0: you can be a king or a a sweet. uh, Let me let me start over. (laughs) You can be a king or a street sweeper, but everybody dances with the Grim Reaper.
1: I don't think that's how it went.
0: Tom, <laughs> did you uh-huh. think I was quoting Bill and Ted's Bogus
1: Journey? <laughs> yeah. No, oh, because you weren't.
0: that was, you might be a king or a little street sweeper, but sooner or later, sooner you or dance, later, with Ra-
1: dance with the reaper.
0: But the former thing, the first thing mm-hmm. I said, yeah. uh, were the final words of uh, Robert Alton Harris, a murderer okay. executed in 1992 for murdering two teenage boys. Um, and his last words were incorrectly quoting <laughs> Bill and Ted's <laughs> book, his journey. But also, yeah. um, his last meal, 21-piece bucket of KFC, two large Domino's pizzas, a bag of jelly beans, six-pack of Pepsi, and a pack of Camel cigarettes. Wow. Ah. That didn't kill him, uh, <laughs> but could you imagine? He, being he like, was begging.
1: He was begging for the chair after that meal.
0: Could you be, imagine being in on death row from 1979 to 1992, and then just like somehow seeing Bill and Ted's yeah, his journey, and being like, "Hey, I'm going to use that <laughs> that line. That's a great. Those are great last words for me." Um and yeah. then also the full circle of he's executed for murdering two teen two teenage yeah, boys yeah like Bill and Ted
1: yeah there's
0: a, there's a lot going on with this Robert Alton Harris guy Do
1: um, you think he saw the movie in jail somehow or like somebody just like told him about it over the phone
0: I think you can see movies right I mean maybe not I don't first running. it's Death not like the, it's not like the white house where it's like if you're like you get like your movies <laughs> first, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: that'd be fucked up if that were the way it worked. <laughs> You'd be like, well, first Petty crimes all the
0: time <laughs> to see the well, next. Well, first, first the President movie. and
1: prisoners get to see yeah. new movies. Yeah. Then it goes to the theaters.
0: You know what? Like uh, uh, like an old man like goes into a bank. And like mm. nominally robs the bank because he's sick and needs health care <laughs> and wants to go to jail yeah. you would do that before a new Marvel movie came out uh, <laughs> every, <laughs> every, yeah. every every three months you'd be like
1: I, I'd this be is a whole a, a <laughs> yeah. note uh, i note. I demand one dollar or else yeah. I'm gonna shoot ya. you
0: take it in and you could uh, be like uh, Iron Man six please yeah
1: <laughs> Uh well Tim uh we've talked a lot about the Grim Reaper
0: <laughs> we have.
1: <laughs> Should we wrap it up? You got more things to say about uh, old Grim?
0: Not really.
1: Yeah, I've mostly uh, hey, read I about this Robert
0: Elton Harris character. Yeah, I wonder it'll be <laughs> what it'll be like when you when you meet him.
1: Yeah, it's something I, I might never ever know about. <laughs> yeah, he is man. You might never know about. But maybe I'll meet him, and it'll be like, look, uh, it'll be like a reverse uh, Richard Marx situation, where it'll be like, I did listen to your episode. I was somebody tagged me on Twitter, okay. and uh, you know what? I liked it, guys. You, you, you backed me up. You, you said it's not my fault. That's a common misconception. I'm glad you you helped get that out there.
0: Now take this talisman.
1: it it is unfortunately the size of a telephone pole but as long as it is in your possession uh you cannot die if you like the show you can find out more at tcgte.com you can find all our social media links there you can follow me on social media at tom reynolds on instagram and twitter follow me at your pal tim Uh, Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide. Halloween month happens on Patreon, too. It's not just happening here, of course. Uh, And we're reading a bunch of scary short stories. Last week, we read uh, Nightmare at 20,000 Feet. This week, we read Abraham's Sons by uh, Joe Hill about uh, uh, Abraham Van Helsing's Sons. You just
0: ruined the twist. The mid, no, the that's mid not the twist. story twist. Yeah, it's
1: like I, I I guess it's the mid story twist, but it's like that's why I w- wanted to read it because I knew it was about Van Helsing. Uh but yeah, the 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 Joker to the Dracula's Batman, Van Helsing.
0: Right. Um yeah. We discussed that and uh the slap and the try guys, and I think probably this week we'll be discussing Chris Angel
1: as well. <laughs> we, we we just might. Uh Patreon.com slash complete guide. You can you can find all that and more, all the back episodes too. If
0: you join the Patreon, don't go in the comments and tell me that the slap was faked. <laughs>
1: Tim, you can't address this twice in one week. I'm you just, ended last. You ended I, last week's episode saying, "Don't say this lap is fake. That's offensive to me."
0: It, it is. It's. Just have and some respect. And you were joking.
1: It was. It was. <laughs> I offensive know. I've been thinking
0: about it all week.
1: I think because you. I think Tim, much like the try guy who became a wife guy, I'm afraid you might be becoming a slap guy. I am absolutely (laughs) a slap guy. This is going to turn into your whole personality, just being a guy that really liked the time Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, and then if people like question the slap, you see that as them like questioning you and uh, uh, whether you deserve to live or not. Part of my
0: identity is wrapped up in the slap. Yeah, exactly. Whether <laughs> I deserve to li- guess what? Whether I deserve to live or not? Irrelevant, because uh, it's going to happen in a- forever. <laughs>
1: um so yeah patreon.com slash complete guide and listen to tim just sinking into uh, the severe mental illness over the slap (laughs) over his enthusiasm around the slap Um, everybody loves the slap
0: oh everybody loves the slap tom
1: uh, yeah, you got anything else to say about it? Uh, I have a question. Uh, the, the, the Grim Reaper, he also sometimes carries around an hourglass. The, yeah, that's the, how he keeps track of time.
0: Yeah, symbolizing the. Uh, we're all on the cl- Most people are on the clock.
1: Most people. Uh, and he, he rides around on a white horse sometimes.
0: Yeah. Which symbolizing
1: is Symbolizing the white horse named Death.
0: I thought it was cocaine.
1: Yeah, well, that's a different that's white horse. That's why he's or. so Some, skinny. That's the yeah. That, that is why he's uh, bone thin.
0: Um, at any point in your life, were you afraid <laughs> of the Grim Reaper?
1: Um, no, I don't think. I mean, I've uh, at uh, most points of my life, I've been afraid of death, but no, I've never, I mean,
0: constant,
1: s- right? I've never specifically been afraid of the Grim Reaper, though. Nah.
0: I was just for a while when I was young, just never clear on if he was a real guy or not. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: because cause then a lot of times it's like only the person who's gonna die can see him. Yeah, and like and maybe it's like, that some, checks out.
0: Do you have all these like theories that like mm-hmm. when you're about to die, like you're perceiving thing, like you might see the Grim Reaper or like other things, like. You know, you have you have a little bit of clarity as to like uh, what's really going on.
1: Yeah. I mean, that there are lots of people that think like, you know, kids and then people who are dying. It's like the veil kind of drops a little yeah. bit and you, you get to see what reality actually is.
0: It's a shame i will never experience that.
1: <laughs> well, whether you do or not, Tim, I, I do think you should join this religion I'm starting. It has a lot of these ideas as a part of it.
0: I told you. I've told you a a dozen times, Tom. I'm uh, enthusiastically signing
1: on. (laughs) All right. Uh, First meeting's uh, this Sunday. It's during uh, uh, regular church hours, so I hope that's okay. (laughs) That's that's okay. Uh, I I have to do that to make sure people aren't double-dipping going to two different churches.
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) Look, I don't want to tell this story again. But does this involve <laughs> going to the other church pretending to uh eat the uh Eucharist, Eucharist? and then uh taking it to the woods and peeing <laughs> on it the way that, that uh that man the at Deacon our... Deacon told us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh no, it doesn't involve it, it's not that uh complex. It's yeah okay. you know, it's Do the we get to pee on anything? uh you're allowed to you're allowed it happens in the woods my religion and uh there are optional things you can pee on that uh you know aren't aren't people or other religious symbols it's just a log it's you know we designate one log for everybody to pee on that way piss doesn't get all over the place
0: nice i love i love a religion with a piss log
1: (laughs) all right we'll see you next week